You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Ho, 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 gentlemen. The holidays came early here at Manscaped. Oh, jingle balls, jingle balls. Jingle all the way, Tom. Now listen to this, fellas. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code ONION at manscaped.com. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code ONION at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code ONION. Clean up your nuts and make Santa proud this year. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Everyone needs to unload to someone who's unbiased and who isn't judging. Visit betterhelp.com slash onion and unload the stress. Harmonize with me and hold me tight all through the night. You're shining bright. I'm your oyster, baby. You're my pearl. Hello. Hello, Dominic. Hello, Duckface. How's it going? I'm doing pretty well. How are you? I'm pretty good. You got an itchy eye? I like itching my eye. If you... If you could uh, say which you get more pleasure out of itching, your eye, deep in your nose, or deep in your ear, do you have a, an answer? I would think if I had a niche, a real itching one pain, of them. Hmm? you got sympathy pain. Yeah, I see that. Uh, if, if, um, if I had a real itch, I would say probably my eye. I used to itch my eyes a lot when I was younger, and my gran used to say I probably got diabetes. Strange. What's that got to do with itching your eye? I'm, I'm uh, guessing you, your grand wasn't a, a nurse or a doctor, right? Well, she she used to. Um, she was a midwife during the war, oh, my was and a... would, but not in any trained way. Right. She just pulled babies out before the national before the national health service or anything, and people couldn't afford to go to the hospital. My my grand would go and deliver their babies. And... Wow. Good for her. But I don't think her knowledge of diabetes was very... So you, as a kid, you'd be itching your eye and she'd go, oh, that's you with a diabetes there, she would, yeah. really? You better watch that, she'd say. Mm. Well, I don't, I don't know if that's true. Right, guys, I'm going to tell you what I've been doing this week and I've spent a lot of time doing this and I love it. It's a new game and it's my new favourite mobile puzzle game and it's called Best Fiends. Oh, yes. I think you'll like it. You've probably played games like this before, but this one's better. It's got a story. It's got these little fiends, these guys that help you on your adventure. They're, they're just little, like, baby fiends. But the more you play, the bigger they get, and more of them to help you against the slugs, who are the bad guys. Anyway, I've spent a lot of time playing this, and it's fantastic. Download Best Fiends free today on the App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best fiends. Do you sometimes? I sometimes get an itch in my ear that you can't scratch, which is really maddening. Mm. Don't put don't put a thing in. No. What's the thing called? Well, in in the United States, they call them Q tips, right? But like yeah. cotton cotton buds on a stick type. So don't thing. stick it right in. The doctors say, which is very strange. Mm-hmm. Don't put anything smaller than your elbow in your ear, which is weird because your elbow's massive. 
huge. That thing, the the cotton bud yeah. on a stick. Q tip. Q tip for the American people out there. That is only supposed to clean the exterior of your ears. So all these little channels, mm-hmm. I have a lot of them because my ears are massive. Mm, they're nice. But not thanks, but not to go in. But around the, the around the entrance, maybe. Around the but entrance. Don't be no, no, you shouldn't go digging because more than anything else, you're digging it in. So as I've done, eyes, ears, now nose. Do you use a, a neti pot for cleaning out your nose at any time? No, but I have one that's similar, which uh, the neti pot is more of a pour and let gravity do its thing. I have one that fires it up under pressure. Yeah. So you go, and it goes up and then out. And that's really turned my sinuses around. And you need that in Los Angeles because I think uh, Los Angeles really cries havoc on your uh, your inners in there. Yeah, yeah. My sinuses really took a downward turn when it came to LA. But that thing has really helped. You and I both are quite um, diligent mm-hmm. with our nasal hair, aren't we? Well, I have to be because it is an absolute outrage. And uh, I don't know, this isn't actually an ad, but Manscaped do a nose hair trimmer they do which I'm using and it works a treat because yeah. sometimes those things don't work too good yeah this one works a treat it's awful when they don't work too good because what it sometimes can do is it can slow down when it's up there so you go I'm going to get stuck <laughs> and you're like oh god try and change the battery while it's up there uh, which can be a nightmare has anybody got a couple of double A's but your nose is clean as a whistle right now it's, it's not too bad and you... I also get this one singular hair yeah tell them about that the unicorn hair I call it that grows right on the end of my nose here mm. and it won't be there for like a month two months and then literally overnight there is a hair that is an inch long mm. Right on the end of my nose here. Yeah, I remember you showing it to me when we were doing a press tour once for Lord of the Rings. You were like, look at this thing. Yeah. And then from then, in the 15, 20 years since then, I've seen it a couple of times in, in profile. I've been mm. like, oh, it's back, Bills. It's back, it's and back. And you've asked your wife to keep an eye on it, haven't you? So I'll that, pluck it. Yeah, it's a good idea. My dad subscribes to the idea, it seems, of, well, no, that's my nose hair. There's a reason why it's there, so I'm just going to let it grow. I'm oh. like, Dad, just, even if you just... Because my mum and I are always like, come on. Even if you just follow the contours of your nose, Austin. Yeah. Like, I get that you might want some nasal hairs up there to stop, you know, pigeons flying up there. But you don't want it to be 3D. My dad almost has, like, a nasal beard. No, you know what I mean? Because your dad is a good-looking man. He's a very handsome man. But things like that can really take you down a good couple of marks. The great thing about my dad which you have a little bit of this energy. My dad's like, eh, what, what does it matter? Do you know what I mean? It doesn't, it's, why should it concern you? It doesn't concern me. And I love that energy. But you're just like, well, like you said, you're a handsome man, Dad. You don't need that. Yeah. And I can tell with my mum, she's like, oh, Austin, don't. Just get rid of it. Yeah. So when I show up, because I, I don't see them anywhere near as much as my mum sees my dad, and I say those things, my mum was like, yeah, go on, yeah, go, go, you, go, you, go. you get him to do it. Tell you what's interesting about my dad. More than anyone else I've ever met, my dad gets confused for a lot of people, mm. even by me. I'll tell you a few people now. Right. Ian, the late and beautiful Ian Holm. I've saw that happen. He was confused by you saw that happen at Premiers. Your yep. wife thought that he was Ian Holm well, for quite a while. Yeah, yep. George Bush. I don't Junior. see that. Is that because no. he's bushy nose hair? <laughs> no, he's just 
I wrote this down actually. Right. I wrote wrote down in my in my phone at one point people who my dad gets confused for because okay. I thought it was interesting. Um, the George Bush Junior, not the um, senior, not senior because he's you know he's, he doesn't quite look like that. Hang on, yeah. we're scrolling down here. We're scrolling down. Talk about your sales bills. Um, there um, was someone else that I used to think he looked like. Yeah, there's a lot. He might be in this list. Uh, here you go. Here you go. The late great Ian Holm. Yep. George Bush. Nah. No? Nah. When he's younger, not yep. now as much, but when he's younger, Paul Simon. No. So, no, 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 get, no, no. Robin Williams. I'll give you that. Yeah. Yeah. Nowadays, although not when he was younger, but nowadays, Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins? They have a, they have a little Anthony Hopkins okay. thing going on. And this is a bit obtuse, and it's not necessarily that he looks like him, but sometimes my dad does things like Jose Mourinho. Oh, really? Just a couple of looks and a couple of ways that he kind of side-eyes you. I'm like, oh, you got a oh. bit of Jose Mourinho thing going on. No, I can see that as well, yeah. Anyway. He's interesting, your dad. We had asked people on Instagram if they had any burning questions to ask you. Yes. Why not ask me? Yeah. And you did the, the exact opposite of that. Does anyone have a question... <laughs> They would like me to ask Don Monaghan. And I thought maybe I we said. could do like a lightning round right. where we just scroll through it and we try and get through as many of these questions as possible. Right. So go to your story. A minute. Go to the little that. A minute. Go Hold to on. the little thing that I'm gonna um, I'm gonna um put on my glasses, Dom, to make this easier. Yeah, put on your put on your glasses. Hey, hold on. Then I've got to go to here and then Oh, wrong one. Oh, wait a minute. What? Is it gone? Oh, is it gone? Has yours run out? Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. Oh, does, that, does that mean it's just gone, gone it forever? It disappears, disappears. But all the answers, all the oh, questions. they're all gone. They're all gone. Well, what? Should we do it next time? How come? Because yours were, you, you... It's on a timer. It lasts for about... But you put mine up before before I put yours up. Well, let's see if mine's gone. Hang right, on, all right, hold on. Mine's gone. Because I have written down ones for you. Oh. Can we just do it one way? Well, I remember a couple of the ones that stood out for me. So I can just say them. All right. How many questions have you got? So this hasn't worked out exactly as we wanted, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. We'll try this again at another time. But we'll do a quick lightning of... Why don't I just do me to you, seeing as I've, I've written them down? All right, go on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There's about 10 or 11. Okay. I remember two that they've asked you. <clears throat> Ready? Lightning round. Go on. Right. This is from Rifikamaka. Great. <clears throat> Actually sent you two. Okay. Ready? Do you like Monty Python? Love Monty Python. Well, that's good. Favorite sketch, quickly? Um, Probably the argument sketch. Oh, yes? Yeah. Love it. Okay. What was the film that most wanted you to become, made you want to become an actor? Probably Empire Strikes Back. Very good. On the set of Lord of the Rings, did you have a favourite spot where you wanted to just chill out and be alone? My trailer. In the trailer, okay. Do all cap... Oh, that was from Bohemian Gene, by the way. I mean, now, this yeah. one is from Elois... C, 1991. Do all caterpillars become butterflies or moths? Yeah. Well, there you go. That's a good answer. Well done. 
Kiki, the tardigrade. Tardigrade? Tardigrade. That's the little, uh, tiny little animal that you can fire into space and boil in water and put in frozen ice and it'll stay alive. Right. Well, Kiki, the tardigrade, says, how do you say lettuce backwards? Lettuce backwards. Perfect. Well done, Dom. Good question. What do you keep on your bedside table, says Kaylee Danielle? Uh, lots of books. Lots of books. Probably 10, no, eight books. Um, charging for my phone. Uh, always a bottle. I always have this when I go to sleep at bottle night. Bottle of water, very good hydration. Yeah, this from my mum. I take a massive gulp of water just before I go to sleep and usually at some point in the middle of the night I'll wake up and drink more water. I'll give you another three, Dom. Go on. From Braun Storm 5. What's a TV show that you watched that no one would have expected you to have watched? We talked about Survivor before, so I think people know that I watched Survivor. Mm, Massive good, fan of the Larry good. Sanders show as well. Oh. Not around anymore, but well worth checking out. Aaron Prime 01 says, if you could be an animal for just one day, what animal would you be and why? Okay. Well, I am an animal. That's worth just pointing out. We That's true. Animals. Yeah, another animal we'll see. Thank then. you. If I could be another animal for just one day, what would I be and why? Probably an elephant just to feel that power. If it's just for yeah. a day. No, just a day. That's exactly an what elephant. it is. I just want to know what it feels like to have that strength. That strength? Amazing. I saw an elephant the other day online kick a crocodile to death. My God. That was hectic. Would you do that if you No, were... no, no, no. Just kick it once just to... <laughs> yeah, just to feel get... about See how hard I can hurl it. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Amazing. But you wouldn't want to be like a peregrine falcon to see where it's I like mean, a... there's so many things. Like a whale would be amazing as well, but I just... You, you know, can only choose... It's a lightning yeah. round. All right, there's only one more, Dom. Wait a minute. Oh, CGG0515. What is your favourite Lord of the Rings weapon? Favourite Lord of the Rings a weapon? A weapon from the Lord of the Rings. Your favourite? Probably Gandalf's sword. Oh. Is that Glamdring? I don't know the name of it. We'd need to ask Stephen Colbert. Ask John, he knows all about Lord of the Rings. Are you joking, John? Yeah, he's amazing. Um, Amazing. I've got two questions that when I looked at my stuff, I was like, oh, I'll definitely ask those two questions because they were great. Um, Actually, three questions. Oh, that's added one. Don't know who they're from. Favourite Scottish film? Gregory's Girl, definitely. Knew it would be that. Favourite thing about being Scottish? Um... It feels like being part of a a little uh, club that not a lot of people are part of, but other people in bigger clubs like America, Australians, seem to like that little club. Yeah, nice, nice. That's a great answer. Well, as you guys out there know, I have been given the nickname Mr. Generous Head from all of my friends because I do give the greatest gift. If Billy were to ask me, to move into my house and kick me out on the street, I'd say, yeah, you can have it. That's fine because I'll just give people whatever they want. But if you're struggling this holiday season for something to buy, that extra special someone, might I suggest Ball and Branch Sheets, the gift everyone wants for a better night's sleep. Ball and Branch never disappoints with the highest quality sheets, blankets, pillows, and throws. Plus their holiday packaging makes your gift look and feel I tell you what, Dom, I really like this company. And you know how it started? It was a couple, 
They couldn't find good quality sheets at a good price, so they started their own company, and they are fantastic. I've been using them for years, actually, and I think they're the best sheets that I have slept on. Some other sheets, the more you wash them, they get, they're not as comfortable as they were. These get better as you wash them, Dom. They are fantastic. Yes, they are signature hemmed sheets, and they are an all-time bestseller. They're beloved for many reasons like how they get softer, as you said, with every wash. They're completely toxin-free and fair trade certified. Treat yourself and your loved ones to the new standard in bedding from Ball & Branch. Their gifts come wrapped and ready in their special holiday packaging. Order by 19th of December for guaranteed delivery by Christmas. Best deals of the year going on now from the 1st of November to the 11th of November with promo code ONION at ballandbranch.com. That's B-O-L-L and branch.com. Promo code ONION. Exclusions may apply. Ho, 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 gentlemen. The holidays came early here at Manscaped, the leading men's hygiene brand. Manscaped just launched new products, including their all-new ultra-premium body wash and a two-in-one shampoo and conditioner. It's time to give yourself, or someone who needs it, the gift of beautiful skin, beautiful hair, and yes, beautiful balls this holiday season. Go to manscaped.com and use the code ONION for 20% off, plus free shipping. Woohoo! Untrimmed pubic hair is really a thing of the past, Tom. But I know, um, from my own experience, sometimes it can go astray. But with the new trimmer... It's absolutely fantastic. You can virtually just trim away, Tom. It's all very, very good. Yes, it's also waterproof, so you can use it in the shower. It's like a gift to your partner with less mess, you know. The Manscaped Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Crop Preserver and Crop Reviver and anti-chafing bull deodorant, moisturizer and toner. It's time to keep your North Pole feeling and smelling fresh. Tis the season to load up on Manscaped products. So get yourself, your dad, your brother, all your friends, the best gift of all, the Manscaped Performance Package 4.0. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ONION at manscaped.com. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code ONION at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code ONION. Clean up your nuts and make Santa especially proud of you this year. And then, oh, what is something that you do or or know that you don't know, that, you, that I don't know about you? That you don't know. It's like a secret know. thing or like a hidden thing or something where you're like, I could tell you this and it would surprise you. Tell you? Wow, that's a good one, Dom. Mm. I mean, because you know most, like if I said, you know, I can, I could bind a leather book, you would know that. Probably know. Any music thing that I said, you would know that. That's why I liked it. Yeah, I can't, I can't knit or something. I'd like to tell you that I could do that, but I can't do that. I'm considering learning how to crochet. Did you see Tom Daly? I you know, saw him, yeah, that's what made me think of He's it. He's been crocheting a, a jumper or a blanket and also a little pouch for his gold medal. I thought that was cool. While he's watching that mm. stuff. I can't think of well, something some. I can do that you wouldn't know about. Or, yeah, or just something that, uh, that I don't know. Well, there you go. That just shows we're great friends. I'm going to be thinking about that across the whole show now. Why don't you think about it 
while we have a quiz. Are we having a quiz? We're having a quiz. It's quiz time. Oh, do I love quizzes. I will bring people on. While we wait for to bring people on. Oh, there's Sarah. Is it Sarah or Sarah? Sarah, Sarah. You know, all of my British friends ask me that. Yeah. But it is Sarah. But you can call me Sarah if that. No, no. No, we should call you by your correct name. But do you know why <laughs> British people ask you that question, Sarah? It's why do they? It's because your way of spelling Sarah does not have an H. And most of the time. Ah, uh, that does it. Yeah, most of the time in Britain, we spell Sarah with an H, don't we? So is anyone in the United States called Sarah? Not sure. I don't that... think so. I've never met anyone who pronounces their name like that. Right. Right, okay. So, so. Sarah Because is... that's what we do, wouldn't we, in Britain? Yeah, I'd If go... we saw someone spelt like that, we would call them Sarah. Yeah. Yep. So... A... Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Hey, Sarah. I will respond, but Bye. We'll do, Sarah. Hi, Miranda. How are you? Hi. I'm great. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's lovely We're to have so you on. We're so excited that you're here. Well, do we need to sing a song? We'll need to do the quiz song. Hold on. Yeah, <coughs> we're just going to do the quiz song. Do you know the answers to, to the, the questions, questions that we'll ask? Do you know the answers? Ring a ding a ding ding ding. Do you know the answers to the questions that we'll ask? Do you know the answers? Will you take the ring? We normally have a guitar there, but I think a cappella's quite, quite... Yeah, we didn't bring... We didn't bring. cappella's quite apropos. Yeah, it's, it's very apropos these days, or at least we will make it apropos. Um, so now we have to ask you... Well, there's a slight rule change, ladies, which oh. we'll tell the, the listeners and viewers at home. You probably already know about this, but we, we do have to ask you, um, what is it? Will you... Will oh. you take the ring to Mona? Is that right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Will you take the ring to Mona? Yes, yes. Yeah. That's what right. we'll do. So we're going to ask Sarah, not Sarah. 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 And then, Sarah, do you, do you know what you have to reply back? Do you know what you have? Yeah, I know. Yep. Okay. Okay. Uh, Sarah, will you take the ring to Mordor? I will take the ring to Mordor, yes. <gasps> but do I don't know the way. Know the way. And then we've got Miranda. Miranda. Will you take the ring to Mordor? I will take it. I will take the ring to Mordor. But do Do you know know the way? (laughs) This is where we find out if you do know the way to Mordor. And the slight adaptation to the quiz this week, and I think maybe even ongoing, is that the winner of this quiz 
gets a chance to ask Billy and I a question, and unfortunately, the loser just has to watch. Yeah, that's an absolute <laughs> disgrace. Now, John, our producer, always lets us down with the quiz. Yeah, he always does. gives us the wrong answers, etc. as you probably know if you listen to The Friendship Onion. So this time, we have asked for questions from listeners as well as from wonderful producer John. So these uh, first two questions, Dom, yeah. were uh, written by Amy C. And she lives in a place called Location. Which makes me think she never gave her location. Yeah, that's very cool. Wait, wait, wait. We need to pick sides. Oh, yeah, we so need to So why don't you need... do the, the finger thing? Right. You close your eyes and then... Um, wait, wait, how did we do it last time so that you can't... You I you close my eyes. You give a number to Sarah, a number yeah, to Miranda. Yeah, but then I have to say Sarah. No. Oh, no, I'll say Sarah and then I'll put my fingers You go up. Sarah and then... Oh, oh. And then uh, All right. All right. Close your eyes. I'm done. Okay. Sarah... Miranda! Okay. I would like on my team, number one. You are team Miranda. Great, Miranda, Ooh. here we go. I'm We're going to win this. All right, All here right, we God, go. Let's do this. I, I will say before we begin, mm. I think these questions are really quite hard. Do, so, do you think we should start with easier ones? Because there aren't easier ones. Really? No. These, oh, they wow. get harder and harder as they go. Number three is an outrage. Yeah, just on you, just on you go, I think. Right? right, shall we just do it? Yeah. Go on, Dom. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, so I'm asking Miranda or Sarah? Yeah, I'm asking you're Miranda. asking Miranda. Miranda, question number one. The Grey Wizard uh, was not always known as Gandalf. What was the first name? Of the Grey Wizard. What? Was it? Just, I'm going to give you a multiple choice right, here, good, good. Was it Ithrin Luin? Myra? Melkor? Or Baldothin? These are not easy. I questions. know. Would Miranda, you have known that, I Tom? know. No, would I wouldn't you? have known that. I would I have guessed know. a different one. From I've got a strange... Amy C may have made this Can up. Can you I read think. them again, please? Of course, it would yeah. be my honour, Miranda. Uh, the Grey Wizard was not always known as Gandalf. What was his first name? Is it Ithrin Luin, Myra, Melkor, or Baldothin? Hmm. I know, Miranda, I know... I always thought he was called Oloran, so I'm a little thrown. Can't uh, hear you, John. John, John, turn John, up your mic. Hang Come on, on ladies. John. John's been crazy. We Hold can't on. hear you, John. We can't hear a ruddy thing. They're, you're basically silent. Oh, he's going to say it's something. It's Blad Dorothan, not Bal. That was a, a typo. Uh, John's already spelt it wrong. It's not Baldothin for the last one. It's Bladothin. <laughs> Which may give you a clue to the correct Possibly. answer. I don't know. It may do. Anyway, Miranda, what do you think? Um, those names don't ring a bell for me, so let's go with that last one. She's going for blood or thin. It's the, the correct answer! Oh, John, I, think, I can't believe you, John, honestly. These these questions are so difficult. Um, I, I'm afraid, um, Sarah, we are going to have to give you a very difficult one oh, to start to. with because uh, Miranda's already had a difficult one to, yeah. and right. we have to keep the level high. But after this, maybe we could go back to some old questions that we had well, because let, uh, these are cr very difficult. Well, it's a difficult quiz. Right. Well, are you ready, Sarah? I'm ready. 
What does Gandalf mean in Old Norse? In the language of Old Norse, what does Gandalf mean? Does it mean A, staff wizard, B, great white, C, staff elf, or D, godfather? Staff wizard, great white, staff elf, or godfather? Do you speak Old Norse, Sarah? I don't. Oh, you should, Um, Sarah. It's a lovely language. It's uh, it's like music to your ears. Mm. It sounds like it would be. So I don't know off the top of my head, Mm, but I'm going to guess. We're leveling the playing field. The first one. Which would be Staff Wizard. Yes, that's my guess. That's my final guess. It's a very good guess because it was staff something, Sarah, but it was staff, oh, it was staff elf. elf. Oh. Yes. Oh. So that's one that nothing. Sense. Monk blonk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Question number three for oh. the lovely Miranda. This was brought to us by Carl H. in Benton, Arkansas. And, and can you just, can I just say, I read this one before we came on, and not only is it difficult, I don't even know what it means. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, I, I know what it means. So I Do can you? explain that to you. Well, yeah. yeah well, you could, if you read it then for re- Miranda, yeah, and then I'll, and then you explain could explain it. it for me. Question three, Miranda. Here we go. Who was going to be a hobbit named Trotter due to having wooden shoes from a prior torture in Mordor? Strange, strangely worded question. To be fair. Yeah. What does that mean? So this is what I think it means, and I'll give you the the four part uh, answers. I think what the what the uh, question is is Tolkien had written originally written this character as a hobbit right. called Trotter. Right. The reason why he was called Trotter was because he was he had wooden shoes that were given to him as a torture device when he was in Mordor. So they captured a hobbit, and instead of going around in bare feet, <laughs> right. they said, "No, you will now wear wooden shoes." And he was walking around going, "Oh God, these clogs are killing me." That's but if was. this character was originally going to be a hobbit called Trotter. How did he end up becoming... Just the evolution of that character. So does that make, does that make sense, Miranda, in terms of the question? As Ish. much sense as it can, I think. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Hang on, John, John was thinking about saying something there. Now, okay, here's your four part, here's your four, part um, four options for the answer. A, Aragorn, son of Arathorn. B, Boromir, son of Denethor. C, Theoden, also son of Boromir. Oh, no, that's that's the king, the steward. Or D, Faramir, son of Denethor. You want those wow. answers again? Mm, I know. Uh, please. This, this is a hard quiz. This makes no sense to me. It was sent, <laughs> yeah. sent to us by Carol H. Benton in Arkansas. And how did... No, 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 so I don't ruin it. I'm not going to ruin it, but how did Tolkien write a hobbit called Trotter? John says it checks out on the internet, but everything checks out on the internet. You know, you can find out. And then became either Aragorn, Boromir, Theoden, or Faramir. So the the options are Aragorn, Boromir, (laughs) Theoden, or Faramir. What do you think, Miranda? I like Um, this hard quiz, to be honest. Do you like it better? (laughs) I'm going to guess Theoden. 
Miranda, I'm sorry. It's not the right answer. Well, this gives a chance for Sarah to well, get to back steal in. It. You can steal it here, Sarah. Uh, one, we can oh. make it one each here. But it's easier for Sarah now because now she has an option of three instead of four. Oh, are we going to... Uh, can you jump in on someone else's question? Well, you just said Sarah could. Uh, I was going to say by her uh, her next question. Oh, no, she can't then. So we'll just give you... <laughs> we'll give you the answer. I'm sorry, ladies. It's a bit of a hectic quiz, but that's part of the charm of it, really. Miranda, John is now going to uh, inform us and educate us on, on the actual answer. Here actual we go, Johnny. Answer. Johnny, boy. All right. So Aragorn's character and story arc underwent a series of development and name changes before the version seen the Lord of the Rings as Tolkien did not have the full plot of the story or its background planned out. The first germ of the character later evolved into Aragorn or Strider was a peculiar hobbit met by Bingo Bolger Baggins, precursor to Frodo, at the end of The Prance and Pony. <clears throat> now, I seem to remember at some point in New Zealand someone telling me do you, do did you know that Aragorn was at one point going to be a hobbit and then it got changed? I seem to remember that. So the, Maybe. the answer, ladies, is Aragorn, which is strange, really. It's an, as, this wow. is a very difficult quiz, no one. Sarah and oh, Miranda. No, what, it's one nil to the lovely Miranda because she got a question mark. Yeah, and Miranda's on my team. But anyway, Sarah, oh, yeah, that's true. this is your Sorry, chance. Don, we'll come back. Yeah, we'll get them, Sarah. Now, you need two answers to this one okay. because... At the time of the Third Age, there are five wizards in Middle-earth. There are two blue wizards. Are the blue wizards called Alatar, Palando, Radagast, or Saruman? I think I would get two this. Two of these guys are blue wizards. I think I'd get this due to a process of elimination. Would yeah, you? Yeah, I was going to say process of elimination. It's mm. not Radagast because he's brown. Mm. It's not Sauron because he's the bad guy. He's white. So it's the first two. It's Alatar and Palando. It's the correct. I'm correct. And we're sitting at one all. One all. One one. Wow. Fantastic. Okay. Nice. This is actually getting quite exciting. So it's now, quite John. dramatic. This. Yes. This question number five brought to us from Cody L in. Riverbank, California, but I think it's just Riverbank. He put I would a say few so. R's in He's there. put a few R's, R's in just to get you rolling. Riverbank, we Here. might say in Scotland. Here we go, Miranda. During the scene in the extended version of The Fellowship of the Ring, the only version to watch, where the party meets Haldir in Lothlorien, what does Gimli say to Haldir in Elvish that makes Aragorn scold him? <gasps> Does he say, A, I admire your hair. Mm -hmm. B, I spit on your grave. Mm. C, may you perish in Quenya. Mm. Or D, do you have any lambas? Mm. I'll give you those again, Miranda. A, I admire your hair. If he did say that, he's been a bit no, saucy. No, hold on. Oh, hello. In the movie, yeah. he did say these these this this sentence in Elvish. Yeah, it says in Elvish in the question. In Elvish, could you give us it in Elvish? Oh, it's, uh, my Elvish. Um, it's not not great today. It's fallen off a cliff. All right, so you're translating it to, translating English. It to English. Okay, I could do it in Elvish. But <laughs> no, I don't want it. A, I admire your hair. B, I spit on your grave. C, may you perish in Quenya. Or D, do you have any lambas? 
I know, Miranda. Mm, I no, know. it's not easy. These are hard questions. They I will tell you, very, Miranda. Hey, Stephen Colbert wouldn't have got these. I will tell you that day on set when we filmed this scene was one of the funniest days. What John Reese Davis funny? Because John Reese Davis could not remember this line. Remember? Yeah, yeah. And he just line, kept, line. Oh God's sake! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was so funny, yeah. and I can't remember it in Elvish, but in English, it's one of them. What's that, Miranda? Um, all right, it's gonna have to be another guess for me, but okay. I'm gonna guess the first one because I like the idea of him being sassy like that. I admire your hair. It's not the no, correct it's not the correct answer, answer Miranda. The correct answer, unfortunately, is I spit on your grave, which is quite aggressive. What a thing to see someone you've yeah. just met. Yeah. Well, no. elves don't have graves, so that's even more insulting. Lovely bit of knowledge there, Sarah. We could give her a bonus point, but, but if we you feel won't. like... Oh, that's a shit. Because Miranda's on my side. Okay. Sorry Fair about enough. that. Thank you. But you can get ahead here, Sarah, if you can answer right. this one correctly. And this one is actually from David Smeaton, who was a former contestant on this quiz right here. Mm. Now, who was Legolas's father? Was it... Tranduil, Silvan, Falmari, or Avari? That would be Thranduil, King of Mirkwood. Oh, Is that the correct answer? answer? Sarah, that's Woo-hoo. very good. And she swims ahead 2-1. Team Sarah. Pooh. Straight out of the blocks. Now, hold on. This is the last two questions. This is tough. Yeah, these, no. These are, these are both really tough. Oh, they're very tough. They've all been tough. So the holidays are almost upon us, and it's time to really lean in. This year, MeUndies wants to help you bring comfort home for the holidays. And comfort is a word, Dom, because I tell you what, they are comfortable. I've been trying out these undies, and they are fantastic. And for this cozy season, they also have onesies, loungewear, pyjamas. I tried the onesie for the first time. That's a comfy thing. I bet you look absolutely fantastic. With new classic plaid and holiday sweater prints, MeUndies is turning up the comfort this holiday season. Their undies, loungewear and sleepwear are made out of soft, breathable, stretchy fabrics that are ideal for getting cosy by the fire with a lovely hot cup of cocoa. Make the whole family smile with matching PJ sets or spoil your partner with plush robes and slippers. Whatever you decide, everyone will be rolling into the new year comfier than before. Available in sizes extra small through to 4XL, MeUndies has a little something for everyone on your list. Looking for more inspiration? Check out their holiday gift guide for all things cosy and comfy. MeUndies has a great offer for our listeners. For any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off and free shipping right to your door. Your days of fighting for your life in the mall parking lot are over. To get 15% off your first order, free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee, Go to MeUndies.com slash onion. That's MeUndies.com slash onion. Right, Tom. What's easier than opening a can of cranberry sauce? I'll tell you. Getting free life insurance quotes with Policy Genius. To properly provide for their families, most people need 10 times the life insurance coverage that they get through their employer. Policy Genius makes it easy to compare quotes from over a dozen top insurers all in one place. Why compare? Well, you could save 50% or more on life insurance by comparing quotes with Policy Genius. 
You can save $1,300 or more per year on life insurance by using Policy Genius to compare policies. And eligible applicants can get covered in as little as a week thanks to an award-winning policy option that swaps the standard medical exam requirement for a simple phone call. This exclusive policy was recently rated number one by Forbes Advisor, higher than options from Ladder, Ethos, and Bestow. Getting started is easy. First, head to policygenius.com slash onion. In minutes, you can work out how much life insurance coverage you need and compare personalized quotes to find your best price. Head to policygenius.com slash onion to get started right now. Policy Genius. When it comes to insurance, it's nice to get it right. Here we go, Miranda. But to be fair, Miranda, both of these questions are hard. So it's not as if you're getting a tough one and Sarah's going to be getting an easy one. So here we go. Well, at least and it's 2 1. It's 2 1. Okay, Miranda. What was the date <gasps> that Frodo was last seen in the Shire? I know. In the Shire? Well, oh no, last seen in the world of Lord of the Rings, I guess. Because. Yeah. I'm what try- does this question mean, John? I'm trying to make it... Hold on, John. Hang on, here's Johnny. Here's John to clear this one up. On yes. the question, it says... Just last seen. Last seen. Last seen. Do you mean before he went off to the Grey Havens? Havens? Must have been. Must yeah. have been, yeah. Because the last time we see it, the last time he is seen is at the Grey Havens. And we were there. See ya. See ya, Frodo, so we would say. So what was that day? It was tough. That is difficult. Your options are October 12th, 3001, September 29th, 3021, February 3rd, 3011, or of course, July 21st, 3022. Well, that is not, I mean, who knows that? I don't even think Stephen Colbert would know that. I don't think even Tolkien would know. I think it's made up by John. So it's either October, September, February or July. And it's either 3001, (laughs) 3021, 11 or 22, if you know the years. Well, I know the fellowship set out in... 3,018, so it has to be after that. Very, ah, very good. Very Tremendous good. knowledge. So you've narrowed it down to two, and John just said there's a clue John, somewhere. John, you could chip in with a clue on both of these if you want to make them easier. Okay. Give the ladies a What's clue. What's the clue on this? Can you hear John, clue, John, ladies? No? I don't okay. think so. Can you hear me? So I don't no. know if you want to give this clue, we'll but pass it, would be, it, it would be having to do with his birthday. Right? Ah, lovely stuff. So do you, you want to give that clue? Well, Are you cold? A little... You have I've rubbing my, the hair on my arms yeah, there. Yeah, enjoy it, it. Felt nice. Like a big orangutan over mm, there. It's lovely. Corner. Keeping warm. Um, you need your sh- elven cloak. I need yeah. something. <laughs> Should we give Miranda that clue? I, certainly. So she's narrowed it to two. Oh, you've narrowed it down to two. Well, maybe we don't give her a clue. So Seb, <laughs> September 29th, 30-21, or July 21, 30-22. Do you want a clue, Miranda? I mean, we've, we like you guys, so we can give you a clue if you want. You can ask uh, me for I'd a clue. I would love a clue. Yeah, I would like, love a clue. <clears throat> the clue is, the clue could be in Frodo's birthday. Something Something, if you know Frodo Frodo's birthday. birthday. Anyway, and your two options are September 29, 3021, or July 21, 3022. 
So I believe Frodo's birthday is September 22nd. So I'm going to go with the September 29th date. It's, it's the correct answer! Miranda, well Fantastic. done. Fantastic. Thank you. Is that deducting? Uh, deducing. Deducement. Deducement. You, you took that question and you, you ripped apart all the layers. Yeah, you <laughs> spanked it in the arse. You took away wrong answers until all that was left was the correct one. So what's the scores now? Is it two all? The scores on the doors are... 2-2. Two, two. Is it not 2 John, do two you know? Each. Are you keeping abreast of this? Two. It's 2-2. Two, two, two apiece. Sarah, this to win it. This for all the marbles. Right. And there will be a bag of marbles. There will be. You will get I a bag I expect of nothing less. Mm. Oh, fantastic. We love marbles, billionaire. Now, <clears throat> this has got to do with your uh, knowledge of the geography of Middle Earth. Mm. <clears throat> what was the largest town in the Shire? Was it... A. Greenfields. B. Rushuk Bog. C. Hobbiton. Or D. Michael Delving. Can you read those again? Here they come again, Sarah. I'm not sure of my pronunciation on the fourth one. Perhaps Dom could help me when I get there. Mm. A. Greenfields. B. Rushuk Bog. C. Hobbiton. And D. Maybe Michel. Michel Delving? Is, would they have a French? Michael Mi Delving. I think it's so Michael. it's just Michael Delving. Thank well, you yeah, very much, so. Sarah. Stand corrected. So which one of those four would you say was the largest town within the borders of the Shire? I think it's either Hobbiton or Michael Delving. So we're taking out the other two. And you can ask Dom for a hint. Yeah, go on then. Oh, God, a clue. Miranda got a clue in the last one. I mean, so. I don't, I do, no, I don't even, yeah, you, no, it's true. You should have a clue. Um, I, I mean, I, I don't, because I didn't know the answer. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm able to. Do you know the answer? Oh, hang on, here's, here's Johnny to with a clue. Johnny may have a clue for you here, Sarah. Maybe we should start calling John, Johnny Clue. Johnny Clue. Cool. Greenfield, Rushup Bog, Hobbiton, John is delving Michael into delving. the worldwide interwebs for a clue Looking here. for a clue. I would give you one, but it's really Dom's job. Yeah, it's my clue to give. Now, would you say that Mary... Would Mary have Ma been seen in this, in the film? Are you, would you, have are you talking about Mary the Magnificent? Mary the Magnificent, she but was not talking about the, the book. The of the Shire. Only the movie. I don't think... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You don't think... I don't think the Hobbit's... We're seen. We're seen. Ah, well, there's that, a clue. There's, there's clue. a clue, Sarah. Johnny Clue. Right. We don't need a clue, Johnny Keep clue. your clues, Johnny. There's your clue, Sarah. Don't I need your clues, Johnny. I very much suspect that none of the hobbits got anywhere near to this area during... In the filming of... In the films. Mm. Sarah. But in the books, I'm sure Mary got there because now, he both, was magnificent. Both... Both these the ladies seem to have a, an incredible knowledge of Tolkien, mm. and this has been. I, the I think I'm going to go for. I'm going to go for Michael Delving. It's, it's the, the correct answer. Oh, Sarah, well played, well played, fantastic. Thank you. Did well you see? Thank you. Um, Very well. well. That was the hardest quit. That was more difficult than <laughs> than we even gave Stephen Colbert. Yeah, and he got stumped. He professes to be an expert on Derndingle, Derndingle. which I think both these ladies would have got Derndingle easily. Now the rules uh, suggest that Sarah can now ask Billy and I a question. You could you could ask us the same question, or you could ask us both an individual question if you prefer, Sarah. 
Right. Um, I came up with a few. Oh. Um, I'll give you a choice. Would you like one from The Hobbit or The Lord of the Rings? The Lord of the Rings. The Lord of the Rings. The Lord of the Rings? Yes. Great. So shout out to my brother for helping me come up with this one. Hi, What's his brother. name? What's his name? His name's Nate. Thank you, you should Nate. should have asked her that. She might have forgotten his name. And then oh, then that would very yeah. embarrassing. Hi, Nate. Hi, Nate. It's not Nate Diaz, is it? No. Oh, that would be cool, he's though. he's terrifying. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right. So the question is, during the Battle of Helm's Deep, two characters compete for the most orc kills. Who won the contest and what was the final count? Can we confer? Can Billy and I confer? You can confer. I'll allow it. Dominic. That's Legolas and Gimli. That's definitely Legolas and Gimli. During the, now, during yeah. the Battle of Helm's Deep, because yeah. I know at certain points one's above Jeff, the yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. And then at one point he's like, mm, he was already dead. And he's That's, like, well, it still counts. And, I think certainly during the book and uh, maybe even during the film trilogy, mm. both of them gain a lead. So mm. at Helm's Deep, mm -hmm. I would guess... Oh, gosh, that's a tough one. I was just about to say, I would guess Legolas is, is winning. Think, but Gimli's close quarters. So doesn't he? Be hacking and slashing through tons of them. Doesn't, um, Leg, doesn't Legolas, isn't he, isn't that a draw? And then Gimli puts his axe into one of them. Goes, <laughs> ah, ah, 19. Should we say Gimli? Gimli, 1918. Come on, Bills. Gimli, Gimli wins 1918. Well, so you've got Gimli. Oh, well, that's the good. number is incorrect, though. So uh, Gimli reports that his total is 43, and Legolas says 42. However, it's a little inconclusive because the orc does twitch after Legolas shoots uh, it. So, so I got this story, right? It might have right? ended in a tie. Yes, it might have ended in a tie. Ah, good. But the number and is 43 to 42. And, and 42 actually, in a book, a very... it's 42 to 41. Oh, wow. Ah. And 42 is an extremely powerful mythological number. And doesn't it doesn't it show up in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? Well, it's the answer to the the world, the universe, and everything, isn't it? 40, it's 42. 42. Life. life, the life. universe, and everything. Thank you, Miranda. It shows up in my life a lot, the number 42. Does it? Yeah. I love you 42 times 100. Thanks. Is that quite a lot? I remember going to, this is kind of neither here nor their story, but I remember going to a kind of a high-end butcher's <laughs> years ago and buying two cuts of meat. Right. And they were $21 each. And I remember saying to our friend Nigel, $42 for two cuts of meat. And it became a joke where if I was surprised by something, he would go, 42. So that's why you're vegan. It's purely financial. You know me, I'm thrifty. You're very thrifty. He's very thrifty. Ladies, that was a fantastic is there, quiz. Is there another question or is that... No, that's it. That's the end of the quiz. That's the... Oh, wait, did you well, have another hold question? Hold on, John's got something to say. One oh, question, did you want to ask the bonus question to the other contestant? She gets it right, she can ask her question. Oh. oh this is a tough one. Well, though, hold I mean, on. Miranda, this is... There is a tiebreaker question here, Miranda. Oof. Oh. Okay. This makes no. Add, so we'll do this to keep it to keep it fun. This is to see if you can ask the question, and if you don't get it right, your question just disappears with you, and we will never hear it. Now, if you want to help Miranda, Sarah, I'd, we don't mind in this. The official quiz is over. We will actually help you because I want to hear your. Have you got a question for us, Miranda? I do. Well, it I doesn't, well I'd like to hear. I was going to so. say it doesn't need. It can, of course, be a question about Lord of the Rings or whatever you want. But it can just be a question. You can be like, what's your favorite cheese? Yeah. Something like that. Anyway, go on. Go on, Bells. 
Right, so this is what John's got for you today. <clears throat> Name three of the seven gates of Gondolin. Here. <laughs> Sarah's face. <laughs> and so basically... Just give them the option. No, no, the, I think how this works is they've got to name three of these seven. Yeah, that's correct. Cause seven... but, but they're all the seven. Are they? Yeah. Oh, so they have to name at yeah. least three? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah, so don't give them the options. Do, I don't even know what the gates of Gondolin are. They're, I know. What are they? They're gates that allow you into the city of Gondor, surrounding Gondor. So there's the main gate, and then you've got other gates surrounding it. I mean, this is an educated guess. I'm not entirely sure, but that's my guess. And all the gates are called the Gate of Something. And you only have to name three, Miranda. And to give you a little clue, they are all, you know, it's kind of like materials. Give us one of them. Oh, we'll give you one as an example. And, and then, then you you've can got think to get the about other the other three. three. Right. So as an example, one of the gates is called the Gate of Gold. And then you, have, you might have some others that are similar. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So, the Gate of, and it's something other than gold, and there's another seven. See if you can give us three out of seven. Gold doesn't Okay. Count. You guys are really trying to stop me today. Sorry, man. The gate of... Gold! Gold! Always believe in your soul. Um... Just... I mean, I'll guess the gate of silver. Is yes, the correct answer! That's so that's one. one. That's one, okay. Um... Stay in that mindset. Yeah. Think about the Olympics. Uh, the Gate of Bronze. Is that the correct answer? Now, you only, need, go. you only need one more. So just think of a material that a gate might be possibly made of. Right? Yeah. Um, a Gate of Iron, perhaps? Oh, Very good. I, well, you're, we you're, could give well, them that. I mean... Should we give him that? Because she's never going to get the first You never bit. get that bit, but give us something else. What's Come your, on, gate, give us what's your one. gate made of uh, uh, at a your home. house? Into the garden. Gate of... Uh, gate of wood? Yeah! Oh, that's the <laughs> now, you did almost get it right, uh, Miranda. It's the gate of riven iron, but no one's going to work out uh. that the iron has been rivened. And there's also the gate of stone and the gate of steel. Anyway... Miranda, do you have a question for, for Billy now? You don't have to. I do, I do, actually. Oh, so on. I know in a previous episode, uh, you discussed the three elven rings and yeah. how your good friend Gandalf is the bearer of one of these rings. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's kind of a two-part question. My question is, uh, can you tell me which ring he is the bearer of and who gave him his ring? And I have multiple choice if you would like that. Dominic, I think we will take the multiple choice on that. We should take the multiple choice. Do, you know, yeah. do, you, do you know the answer to any of part of that? Uh, not sure I know the name of it. Who gives him it? Does Galadriel yeah. give him it? I would think Galadriel. She but gives let's, people let's get, let's get them. She loves giving gifts. Yeah, that's, her, gift that's, her love. that's her love language. Mm. Yeah. Uh, uh, could you give us uh, the, the options, Miranda? Yeah, just give us any options, please. Of course. So... The names of the three rings are Vilia. It's not that one. Narya. It's not that one. And Nenya. It's not that one. (laughs) (laughs) 
And who, and wait a minute, give us them again, please. I think, go on, go on. Vilya, Narya, or Nenya? Now, I don't think it's Narya, because that sounds too much like Narnia. I think it's the last one. Right. But, but And then what was the other thing? Who gave it to me? Are there options for who gave who it gave to Who gave it? Would you like those options now as well? Yes, yeah, please. Dave, the guy from oh. the pub. <laughs> Philip, the guy who used to do his carpentry. And Galadriel. <laughs> Go on. Was it A, Celeborn? Mm. B, Glorfindel? Mm-hmm. C, Círdan? Or D, Celebrimbor? <gasps> it wasn't Galadriel. She was, I was holding well, on to her ring. She's always hanging about with Celeborn. So maybe she thought, I've given too much gifts to this wizard over the years. Do me a favor. I've got this ring here. Could you get Caliborn, it? Caliborn. That's like her kind of mock husbandish. Yeah, that kind of guy. And then Gloria Frindle. Yeah. That's that really powerful so it could one be. that lives in both Yeah. I, zones, not zones. I, I post post zones. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't definitely know. think it's the third name, Naria yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Glorfindel. Should we say that? Yeah. Okay, so we think it's not the, the name of the ring is the third one, Naria, or something like that. And the person giving the ring is Glorfindel. Yeah, that's what we think. So you're correct. His ring is called Naria. It's the ring of fire. <sighs> the ring, ring of, of fire. fire. <laughs> but unfortunately, it was not Glorfindel. He was given the ring by Círdan, the oldest elf left in Middle-earth. He was the Sarah knew that. The Sarah knew that. The oldest elf left. It was senile. He was just saying, who is this? Who? All right, give it to this young man. He'll take this. I've won it. And I don't like it anymore. I'm going to heaven. You'll need it. Who would like this ring of fire? It wasn't. Ring of ice next. Um, well, thank you. Fantastic questions. Fantastic contestants. Thank you. Oh, thanks, we, guys, for having us. We will try so and find some way to get some sort of some type of something involving the Friendship Onion. There must be some sort of gift we're going to get. We're definitely going to do that for both of you. We'll figure and, something and out. And thank, thank goodness we had real Tolkien um, experts on because that was a hard quiz. Very tough. Quiz. Very so tough. thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you, ladies. Have thank a lovely you. rest of your day. Thank Bye-bye. You. Thanks for being on the show. Hey guys, so that was a difficult quiz. I like the difficulty. You did like yeah, it. Yeah, I like the difficulty because the, the the playing field was leveled. It was difficult for everyone across the board. I kind of like it. Then it's and, easy sometimes. And Sarah and, and Miranda both seemed to like it because I think they thought, "Well, this is more difficult than I thought yeah. it was going to be." But I do have knowledge, yeah. So it's not just like, I mean, a couple of those questions, I was like, "What is this even about?" Yeah. So if you have. Any trivia questions, because we will have more quizzes, please send them to the Friendship Onion at castmedia.com. Lovely stuff. Now, you were going to talk about one of your favorite subjects. Piss. Well, this is the thing, Tom. I don't want to bring it down to a base level it's because just, we were talking high level. It, it's just a bodily literature. function. It's like sweat. It's everybody pees, right? Mm. But I've been peeing in the morning and thinking to myself, that is quite a lengthy P. That is a long time. So I, I've taken it, taken in a stopwatch and uh, timing how long my pee is. Mm. And in the morning, my morning pee is around, um, give or take, a minute 26. 
That is long, a minute and a half. So I thought, I'm going to Google what a normal pee is. And a normal pee is around 20-odd seconds. Wow. Give or take 16 seconds. Right. So even on the long side, it's still less than 40 seconds. But, well, a couple of things come up very quickly here. When mm-hmm. you're sleeping at night, obviously, you're, you're filling up that mm-hmm. impressive bladder of yours. Mm-hmm. And secondly, sorry to tell you, Bills, but as you get older, you slow down. The, the, actual, the actual... I think it has something to do with your prostate. Because I'm talking about, like, if there's a stop in the pee, I stop the stopwatch. Right. And I don't start it again. Right. As soon as there's a stop in the flow... So you're saying heavy flow like a lightsaber, fire, like a laser firing out, and it'll go like, like a horse. And it'll go out for a minute and 26. Minute 26. So then I thought, I'm going to look at the longest ever pee. Yeah. How long do you think that is? I bet you the longest ever pee is crazy. Someone who's like come out of a coma or surgery or something like that. I bet you. So I'm going to say something outlandish, like four and a half minutes. Am I close? <laughs> he came out of a coma? Do you think that's what the... Like, when you come out of a coma... just dying for a piss. <laughs> All this so time. do you think three months in a coma you've not had a pee? So I don't know how comas work. If anyone's in a coma currently and they want to let us know. So the first thing the surgeon says is get him to the <laughs> toilet. He's going to need a hell of a piss. <laughs> Wait, but was I close though? Four and a half minutes. You were amazingly close. Mm-hmm. Just under five minutes. Wow. So... I've I've had this idea that I would like to break records on this show. Yeah. And I'm going to go for right, that one. Been, well, I never thought I'd say this, but I would love to see you have a piss. Yeah. Well, it's good. It's impressive because it's a lot. It's the sound. That's the thing that's impressive. Yeah. Because as I say, as soon as there's a break in the flow, the stopwatch is off. <laughs> the other thing... Which is great, and you should try it at home, gentlemen. It's much harder for a lady, but you should try it at home if you can. Is I will always tend to pee a full pint. Now, if you've got a pint glass at home, you know, yeah, yeah. get your Tommy Tucker in the position where it can go into a pint glass. And don't think, because you will think it, this is going to overflow, it's going to overflow. It won't, it won't overflow. It'll go right up to the pint top, and then it'll stop. And for me, that's obviously because... I get a little tickle in my brain to say, you should go pee yeah. when my bladder has a pint in it. And it is textbook. Like, there's about that much left at the top. And then, oh, I drink it right now. <laughs> well, i tell you what that's giving me. Let me think, Dom. When I go to your house, remind me not to have a Guinness. Do you, do you, have, do you have a certain pee... Pint tumbler, or is it just anyone that comes to hand? No, because well, I only drink out of pint glasses because I like to chug my water, but it's glass, <laughs> so piss will not cling to glass. I've noticed. So all you need to do a little, a little scrub with you know your, just your a, a, a soap rough dishes, sponge. and you you you're fine. You know the other thing you told me in New Zealand, which I tried, and to be honest, I wasn't overly <laughs> impressed, but you were really into this. You were like, next time you need a really big piss. Drink water while you're doing it. It's amazing. I was like, well, how does that work? And you're like, well, water's coming in and water's going out. It's like it's like the uh, the great year. You're, you're like peeing like a like a, a cycle. Yeah, you're making a whole cycle. And I tried yeah. it and it was all right. Not really it into it. No, I didn't So like, I think we've covered the week in piss. Well, I think if I could just say what I thought my longest pee ever is. Please. Been. And I, I never... Whoa, 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 go on, go on, go on. I didn't time it. 
Right, go on. But what right. I did was... Let's write this down. It was during Master and Commander. Master and Commander. What? Well, not so fast, not so... Go on. It was in Mexico. Mexico. And we'd spent the whole day filming on the boat. On a boat. And uh, we were in the tank. So you well, had to Sherman get... Sherman tank. No, like a tank. The The boat was in a pretend tank. Like we fish, weren't in fish, the sea. Big, big so, you, so you couldn't pee off the side. No. I've got another story for another Please. time about that, Dom. So I'd been in there all day, and when I get into the dressing room, I needed a pee so bad. And my wife was there, and I started peeing to the point where it became like a surreal dream. Really? And she was saying, Are you okay? Is that okay? Are you all right? Yeah. And it felt like every piece of fluid in me was, I, I felt like I was going to come out of there like a prune. I think it can be really quite dangerous to hold I think holding it that long. And I would have definitely filled up a, your pint tumbler. Oh, yeah, oh, it a would couple. have overflowed. I do this thing often when I'm out and about in bars or mm. restaurants. If someone comes in after me mm-hmm. at a urinal, mm-hmm. or as they say in the United States, urinal. Uh-huh. Where when they are just about, when I hear the little tinkle, I start making noises like, ah, ah, and then as it's kind of halfway through, I turn to the person and say, do you get lumps? <laughs> or the other one that I like is, do you get crystals? And just have them go, what, what? I never, talk nice to any, never talk to anyone in a, in a, sh- a shared... I think people are quite unnerved when people speak yeah. to you, right? Remember Orlando, you couldn't, Talk no. to him while he was having a pee. Like, no, no, I can't go, I can't yeah, go. Yeah, totally. So then obviously we would always talk to him while yeah. he was trying to have a pee. Um, the flip side of that coin is yeah. he wants people to talk to him when he defecates. So he actually has someone who he employs 24 hours a day in, at his house with Katy Perry, where when he toddles off to the toilet for a number two, yeah. someone just sits down, some, sometimes reads David Copperfield to him. That's brilliant. He likes Dickens, he likes Ernest Hemingway. What or just a great a job. Yeah, because I think for Orlando, because he's so clean mm. and everything's so sweet about him, mm. he doesn't like it when no. that stuff comes Okay, out. Do you know what I mean? Well, we'll leave it at leave that. It at that. We'll get Orlando on the show to talk about his defecatory uh, habits, but I'm glad that we're up to date with all of your pee stuff. And it's probably time to eat the world! Let's eat the world, Dom. Let's do it. What are we doing this week? <gasps> One of my favourites, I think. Hang on, I've got notes on this. <gasps> it is, it's some Tam. Wow, here comes Johnny, boy. Johnny Clues. Hey, Johnny Clues. Hey! Thanks, Johnny Clues. That looks good. Here he is, thanks. Now, this is some Tam, as they call it in... I've moved away from the mic there for a second. In Thailand. Or... Papaya salad, as we know it. Thank you very much, John. That's terribly kind. <coughs> I've had some of the most amazing times eating papaya salad because mm. papaya salad is one of them things that is very common all over Thailand. You know exactly what you're going to get. It doesn't tend to change <clears throat> that much. It's vegetarian, unless you get a bit of fish mm. sauce in it, which sometimes mm-hmm. they will put mm-hmm. fish sauce in it. And it is fantastic. And we, hopefully, John asked for a special... Now, where where would you say is the first time you tried this, Dom? First time I had papaya salad. Probably in New Zealand, I think. Oh. Because you had 
one of the best Thai restaurants in Wellington at the bottom of your street. That's you true. Yeah. I can't do you remember the name of that place? Oh, I don't. Hold on. You were. And in. if we were tired and we we're just at one, we would just get some uh, food from there. Because we huh? were we were all addicted to tom yum soup. Oh, and we got so it really good from spicy. There. It was a great restaurant. We went we went to that place probably 50 times, didn't we? Oh, I forget the name now. That's mm. terrible. I remember too. I, I forget as well. Anyway, right. um, we'll give you some info here, guys, before we try it. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Papaya salad, or, or somtam as it's called in uh, Thailand, often combines a combination of shredded young green papaya, because obviously, uh, you know, it gets ripe and turns a different color. So when it's green, it's young. Mm. Thai chilies green beans, cherry tomatoes, sometimes dried baby shrimp or prawns, carrots, green beans, roasted peanuts in a tangy lime sauce with sometimes a little bit of fish sauce. Yep. The, the great thing about Thailand is, and you'll get this on your tables in Thailand and all over Southeast Asia, is they always have a little bit of salt, a little bit of sugar, a little bit of heat, a little bit of tangy fish sauce. So whatever you get, you can... You can create your own kind of papaya well, salad. Yeah, that's what it says here. <clears throat> so Excuse me. It's, it's basically similar combinations of these papaya salad ingredients, although some street market vendors will add extra palm sugar to mm. lessen the kick of the chilies or even fermented fish mm. to give it that pungent twist. Mm. But beyond those variations, the most important factors are the crunchy texture of the unripe papaya and the combination of the different taste sensations. I think that's what you like about yeah, it. Yeah, I love it. It's all kind of, oh, It's that everything tangy, on top of each sweet. other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the sweet, salty, tangy, sour all on top, and the, and the lime juice is amazing. We've spent quite a bit of time in Thailand, and one of the things that we know about that part of the world is it's generally roasting hot. Mm. You're losing a lot of your salts and your minerals. Yeah. And I think the great thing about papaya salad is you're getting a lot of, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of it back because yeah. it's a combination of a few things, and it's so refreshing. Shall we eat it? Shall we try it? Yeah, come on. Also, as we're trying it, I'll read a little thing here that says, while papaya salad is a signature dish in Cambodia, Laos, and Vietnam, it's the Thai version that's become the most famous. However, most food historians believe that this dish actually originated in Laos, which is a part of the world that I've been to, next door to Thailand. And unfortunately, Laos had more bombs dropped on it in the Vietnam War than Vietnam. Crazy. Isn't that crazy? Here oh. go. Get it in your mouth. Oh, God. Is it hot? Is it spicy? Hang on. Oh, lovely, lovely. Smells good. Oh, yeah, it smells great. Would you say that's spicy, Bills? It's a little spicy. It's not crazy, but it's a lovely flavour, Dom. Mm. It's got nuts in it. Mm. You have a lot of people saying, please don't chew too close to the mic. I have a lot of people saying, can you make sure that you chew close to the mic? You know, there's people it's out there. It's called something. Yeah, there's people out there on Twitch and on YouTube and stuff. Yeah. Usually attractive men or women. Yeah. And they charge people to just eat stuff very close to the mic. Really? It's me eating a chocolate bar today. Well, I got a spicy bit there. Mmm. Now, where's the papaya? So, this is the papaya, you crazy horse. This. What is it? The white stuff, the the, the young papaya. Oh, is that the papaya? Those chilies. The little... That was noodles. <laughs> You're crazy. Those chilies, the little tiny chilies, mm -hmm. green ones, they are called in Thailand rat shit chilies. 
Uh, because they resemble rat shit. Well, that's a shame, isn't which it? Which is rat shit is usually about the shape of a of a maggot. Mm-hmm. Not that it, like the greatest conversations have while you're eating. Um, very hot, very spicy, um, and nuts, Tom. Nuts. I love when you get Asian food with nuts in it. That always will make something better. There's peanuts in these. Yeah. And what have we learned about peanuts? Peanuts. The jungle fresh. Yeah, but then what aren't what aren't peanuts? Ah, peanuts aren't a nut. No, they're a legume. They're, a, we've they're, learnt, more, they're more closely related to a bean than a nut. I actually learnt that in the friendship on you. Mm-hmm. From Stephen Colbert. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Hang on, I got a little bit of it up my nose there. Come on, right, go. The great thing about papaya salad is generally vegetarian, unless you unless they're putting fish sauce in there, mm-hmm. and also. If you like it, which a lot of people do, you can find it everywhere around Southeast Asia. So if you're struggling, you don't know what to eat on the menu, you don't recognize anything on the menu, you can always say, sometime, and they'll have it. And then when you're finished eating your sometime, you can say, aroima, which means very tasty. Mm-hmm. Oh, or um, which means thank you. Thank you. And we had a lady from Thailand on Lord of the Rings, didn't we? Yeah, fun who is mainly my um, scale double. We, we use scale doubles for people who don't know. They use lots of things to, to show the difference in height between hobbits and men and elves. And one of the things we did is we had scale doubles. So we had um, uh, some people from India and Thailand and others um, who are um, smaller, who in a... In a wide shot, if there was Legolas and Aragorn and the four hobbits, um, we could use the scale doubles, and uh, they were brilliant mm-hmm. and so helpful in, in, in doing those shots. And Fawn was so wonderful and lovely, and um, she was just such such a such a joy to have on set. She was your scale double more than anything else, wasn't she? Yeah, and she tried to teach me some Thai, but I was really bad at it. Yeah, cap kum kap, kap. Hello. Mm-hmm. Aroy Ma. I remember Fun's full name was Chan Santor Praprahan. Mm-hmm. Let's read a few more th- a few more things about Papaya Salad. In the Lao Isan district, Som Tum, which is Papaya Salad, was originally called Tum Bak Hung. The Bak Hung part translates to mean papaya, while Tam means pounded. Since making green papaya salad involves a lot of pestle and mortar action, it makes sense that this was once known as pounded papaya. And that's the interesting thing. If you watch it being made fresh, it's that the person will have a pestle and mortar. Yep. They'll stick the young papaya in there first, and then they'll put all the raw ingredients in there, and they'll just try and break everything apart. And then very often in Thailand, they'll put it in a little see-through bag for you. You get like a fork. And then when it's done, this is what I used to do. You get the whole bag, take the nozzle, put it all in your mouth, and then just invert it. Blah, 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 and you drink all the juice. Wow. That's my favorite part of Papaya Salad, the juice. Wow, I got a really hot bit there. Really? Chilly. Really hot. But you like spicy food. I do, but that, that just it's actually painful. It's good. Do you want to read mm. the last fact? Because we've only got one more fact here. Here is the last fact that last I fact. know about Papaya Salad. The name change came as a result of mass migration 
from the Aizan region to Bangkok. Migrant workers shared their love of the papaya salad they grew up eating, with both the recipe and the name changing over time for Som Tum to become the street market staple it is today. Yeah. Although the pounded part of the dish's name has remained, as Som Tum translates to pounded sour. This is my favourite part of the dish. Hang on. It made me want to do that. Well, that's, that's, I would I would describe that taste as pungent. What, what's all the liquid? Is that from the papaya? That's, um, yeah, lime juice. No, I don't think there's that much papaya juice in there. Lime juice. Um, maybe a little bit of lemon juice maybe they might put in there. Quite sweet, that. Yeah, good. Well, I could have gone hotter. I liked what, really? it. It was great. Oh, yeah, I could have gone. Because you can get Thai hot or you can get American hot. And I would have said Thai hot. I like, I like food, spicy food that completely wakes up my digestive system. We had a barbecue at your house last week and you cooked some hot peppers on the barbecue. Yeah. Do you, now, barbecue. what are those peppers? They, they only come out at this time of year. Um, They're like a big shishito. Yeah, what are they called now? Big, a lot of the um, uh, Mexican restaurants will have them now and South American. They're called something and I think they only come out at this time of year. But I got them, didn't I? And I stuck them on the grill. A little bit of olive oil, a little bit of salt. That's all <clears> I did. <throat> and I thought, Maybe we'll have half of these, one of these each. You ate about three of them. Yeah, I loved them. And I'm talking, they're about eight inches long. Yeah, they're whoppers. And, uh, God, you, you enjoyed them. Love them. And we watched Jaws, didn't we? Yeah, we watched Jaws. I've been, I've been avoiding showing my son Jaws because he's loving surfing and being in the water. And I remember when I saw Jaws, it really put me off being in the water. It wasn't as scary as I remember. No. It's not a great at all. film. Brilliant. Brilliant script, brilliant acting. I think we've become desensitized to scary stuff now because when I was a kid and I watched Josie, it was terrifying. And yeah. now I was just like, well, yeah, I could see a couple of scary moments, but not really. Yeah. Great film, though. Brilliant. Right. Well, should we give this some scores? Please, Tom. Flavor. For me, as I said, I'd like it to be a little bit hotter, but I'm not going to critique it too much. So the flavor is a 9.4. Yeah. It's almost perfect. It's a great flavour. And it, it, uh, as it was talking about how it mixes all the flavours, that's what makes it so special. I'm going to give that a bang on nine. Okay. Um, aesthetics. Mine's all gone, but it's a bit... I mean, it's, I wouldn't say it's the most pleasing on the eye salad. There's other salads that look a little bit more, you know, presented. This is like a bit of a smashed up, mashed yeah. up type thing. Nice colours though. But yeah, it's not the most pleasing on the eye. I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it a six point five. Yeah, I hear you, Dom. There's a lot of other uh Thai dishes and dishes from that sort of part of the world that are very beautiful. Yeah. So I'll I'll knock it down because of that and I'll give it a seven point two. Oh nice. Okay. <clears throat> Usefulness. Usefulness. Um, is it useful? I mean, they do give it you in a bag in Thailand, so you can kind of carry it around. But you, it's, it's a bit finicky to eat. I mean, it's a bit sticky on my hands now. If it's in the fridge, do you say, oh, it's okay, we've got papaya salad in there, so I'll be able to make a 
something mm. you, you wouldn't make a you wouldn't put it in a roast or really. oh i'm going to make a pie with it next Not day really. one of the few things that i will say one of the things that i'll say about it is because it's kind of preserved ish in a little citrus yeah. juice it does have a bit of a shelf life okay not well, super well. long but if you got a lot of it the next day it's fine the day after that it's fine and then probably day four or five you probably would be throwing it out but you know like a lot of salads that you get from a place the day after it's starting to wilt. This yeah. doesn't wilt. So there's that. So that does make it, if you think well, to yourself, I'm going to be in the house for four days. Yeah. I'll buy too much of something yeah. and that will keep me going yeah. while I'm writing the script. Right, right. For Tom Cruise. Right, right. Then that would be in the fridge and you think, well, I could get I could get that whenever I need it. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm going to say, I'm going to give it a, 3.5 for usefulness. Well, that's not very useful. It's not, it's not that useful. It's a salad. 4.5. Okay, nice. Beautiful. Well, papaya salad. Was papaya salad. <laughs> um, Absolutely delicious. And I love it with nuts. And it's not a nut, but I love it with nuts. <laughs> I think we've run out of time, Bills. Have we already? Well, we had a very long, very in-depth quiz. Oh, yeah, that was quite difficult. I'm going to go to bed thinking about that. So, we'll see you guys next week. But before we go, if you want to get in touch with us, remember you can send us a voice note or voice message at speakpipe.com forward slash the friendship onion. And you can always send us an email at thefriendshiponion.com flash forward. No. No, it can't be flash forward. No. No. Thefriendshiponion at castmedia.com. It's cast with a K. If you want to uh, rate, review, and subscribe to The Friendship Onion, we would appreciate it. It really helps us out. And if you write a great review, there's a chance that we might put it up on our social media channels or include it in the show. We also have a Spotify channel, which is The Friendship Onion. Be aware, there's a lot Music. of people out there pretending to be us. Mm. But anytime we have a funky song, which we've run out of time for this week, we put it up on our Spotify channel. And we will see you guys next week on the Friendship Onion. Goodbye. Bye. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.